welcome back to another episode of Find Your Way with your host Q Chan. So we say thank you so much on today's episode. We are going to continue talking about self-awareness. So check out the previous episode and on this one grab a cup of coffee and let's go. Hello, hello, and welcome back to another episode. And as I mentioned, we're going to continue talking about self-awareness. So hopefully you are ready because I am super, super ready for this episode. I don't know why I'm super excited, but uh, when we talk about self-awareness on or when I get messages from people wanting to know more about themselves, it just it just makes me super happy. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I get these like random rush of emotions in which I want to just be grateful towards people. So usually what I do is just I just send them a, a message and I go and I say something like, hey, just want to say that I love you. And that's it. I don't say anything else. So I was just wondering, like, when was the last time you did something like this? Because as I mentioned before, all of us, all of us, we we like to to be praised, right, for anything, even something small. Uh, like I mentioned before, like you smell good, or you got a, you got a new a new haircut, or uh, you bought a new piece of clothes, and it's just they just say something to you. You just feel good about yourself, right? Like there's nothing wrong about feeling something, you know, something good deep within. So if there's someone in your life, you know, I really recommend that right now just grab your phone. You don't need to give them a call. Just send them a message and it's like, hey, thinking of you, you know, because it is nice to know that, you know, there there are people out there uh, wanting to be with you or wanting to to have some sort of update from you. Right. Anyway, so let's go. Hopefully I don't I don't plan to do this um episode as as uh, long as I did the, the previous one. But uh, if you enjoy it, please let me know if it was too long at the same time. Please let me know. So this way I can just get better and better at making episodes uh, for you and for me. Okay, so we talked about segment one and two. And on this time, I want to talk about segment three and uh, four. But at the same time, I just want to touch a little bit, a little bit about what we talked about last last episode, which was self-identity. And I want to ask you a question. It's just like, were you able to identify uh, your identity? You know, because like I mentioned to you before, for me, it has been a roller coaster of emotions. It's been really hard, to be honest. Uh, even nowadays, I, I have it. Uh, I find it quite hard to you know who am i am i mexican am i american am i japanese well of course i'm not japanese if we if we're talking about uh, you know uh, my image physical physical appearance but i've been living here for like 10 years and all of my adult life i've been out of mexico right so have you ever thought about something like this have you ever gone through something like this please let me know okay so segment three, we are going to talk about the power of uh, self-awareness. So why does it matter? I want you to also think about it. Why, why do you think it matters? Because when we were in grade school, 
in junior high school and high school, like nobody told us about this. And nowadays, you know, Western worlds are going through a crazy transition with uh, a lot of things happening in terms of uh, identity. And it's getting uh, crazier and crazier. And again, one more time, if you're going through something like this, I would love to know. Please let me know. I would love uh, if you can let me in into your life and just, you know, how are you doing? You know, and maybe we can even make a topic out of this and, and maybe you can join and we can talk about it. So why does it matter? Well, according to research, it suggests that it, it is linked to better academic performance, improved emotional intelligence and an enhanced overall well-being and like i said before like self-awareness a lot of people uh put aside that is thinking about your own thoughts and how are you thinking about that certain thing or your feelings why all of a sudden you're having this uh feeling why are you experiencing you know frustration maybe Or why are you experiencing anxiety and all of that? And it's difficult for us, you know, to sit down and think about it or give us some time, some time, you know, just for ourselves. And nowadays, like I mentioned before, we're super, super busy. So if you could, you know, find some time for you, do it, please. Even when you go to the toilet, maybe like the toilet time can be your time, you know, like, hey. You know, sometimes we can't evade reality, but like nobody can bother us there, right? <laughs> so, uh, according to this research, uh, Zimmerman and Shunk, like you're going to be listening. If you do some research on self-awareness, you will uh, come across these names quite often. So, self-aware students tend to set realistic goals and employ effective strategies leading to better educational outcomes and this is something that people without self-awareness you know and that that can be a lot of us and i have done it in the past as well we set unrealistic goals or or i would say something like myself and i said it in previous episodes that i don't really set goals and maybe this is because i lack some some part of self-awareness and maybe it would be better if i'm able to set realistic goals but sometimes when i am trying to set some goals i set them pretty high and when i don't get them i get pretty anxious or uh, sometimes i'm not even setting goals but i'm just i just have certain goals for certain people and if they don't reach that level of expectation well i get incredibly disappointed and that's not fair right that is incredibly not fair so people who are aware who are self-aware and i and, and have developed this skill you know it's great right that they're able to um have better academic performance and m most of it is just improved emotional intelligence so here are some examples i wanted to talk about some examples uh about like setting realistic goals okay so this is uh, uh actually someone that i speak to often and uh she allowed me to say her name but i'm not going to give the last name of course i'm just going to say the first name but mary okay so mary with her self-awareness uh she knows that she struggles 
a little bit with math. And instead of aiming for a perfect score on every math assignment, what she does instead, what what she did instead, was great. You know, we were talking about it, and we we're talking about setting uh, achievable goals. So she set realistic goals. So for instance, she is aiming to improve her math quiz scores by 10% over the course of the semester. And the, th this goal, I mean, this, this targeted and attainable goal keeps her motivated and focused because, you know, it's something that is possible. You're talking about just a 10%. And, you know, if you compare her previous math quizzes to the ones that she has now, you know, she actually... You know, did way better than 10%. She did uh, her first time, she did 16%. And the second time, she did 25%. So uh, congratulations to you, Mary, if you're listening to this. Uh, so another is talking about effective uh, study strategies. So she understood that she's a visual learner. Okay, so Mary decided to create a detailed mind map for each chapter that she studies. So she is aware that this strategy helps her grasp complex concepts better, right? So maybe this is something that you could do as well if you are a visual learner. So by understanding her learning style, so she tailored her study techniques leading, you know, to a deeper understanding of the material. And the thing is, uh, something that we talked about it before, is just, just because she's aware well that she is a visual learner. That doesn't mean that she is just a visual learner. It's just a natural trait that she has. But she can. She is working right now towards the other kinds of uh, learners. And I am sure that little by little, as she practices, well, as you practice it, Mary, if you're listening to this, uh, I'm sure you're going to be able to, to achieve it. So uh, at the same time, she adapted to the challenge. So during... Uh, the, these quizzes, Mary noticed that she is feeling a little bit overwhelmed. So instead of ignoring that stress of hers, she reflected on her emotions and took proactive steps. So she allocated more time to self-care activities. And something that she did is uh, jogging and meditation, journaling and reading books and drawing. Uh, this, she, she noticed that helped her manage her stress effectively so usually she would put in some sort of time for studying i don't know when she didn't share that with me but instead of uh she knows that she needs to study right and we know that we need to study or we have uh some sort of goal to achieve by the end of the month like i don't know if you're in in in, in the sales department every month you have a certain goal to reach Right. So that was the thing. Like she has uh, midterms and she was getting very frustrated about it. So what she did is, OK, I know that I'm stressed. So instead of pushing myself into, you know, studying, she decided to take care of herself. And I think this is beautiful. This is something that a lot of us don't do. And we should be able to. OK, yes. Even though we know that that big task is coming up, it is important for us as well to, hey, take some time. And if you're in the classroom or you're learning a new language or you're learning something new, this is the same, this, it, it applies. It, this also applies. Take some time and it's okay. You know, as long as you're able to 
and we're going to talk about this in another episode, like time management. You know, if you're able to manage your time adequately, then you'll be fine. Um, in this is completely unrelated to uh, to Mary, but in relationships, if you are in one, being emotionally aware uh, can lead to a healthier communication and conflict resolution. Like sometimes when you're with your partner and we have seen this meme over and over and over again is it's like are you angry no are you mad no are you sad no are you frustrated no so how are you it's like i don't know right and the thing is like even though you're feeling this feeling of uncertainty and frustration and all you keep on pushing you keep on pushing on being with that person or uh, wanting that person to be close by but that person is confused Right. And if you don't know how you feel, you're just making the entire relationship awkward. So something that you should do is the same thing that Mary did. It's just adapting to the challenge. So uh, uh, a, a sudden change of emotions happens, you know, like something that you ate or maybe you're lacking a certain nutrient, vitamin, mineral, sleep. I don't know. But it's just going to happen. It's just going to happen. But the best thing that you can do is. You know, take a breather, go to the toilet. If you if you don't have enough space in your house, go for a walk, go to the convenience store and buy yourself some water. This is something that you can do to calm yourself down. But uh, it is definitely I do definitely recommend that if you're feeling these uh, this rush rush of emotions it's better to just step back and not continue. OK. Um, let's move on. I think it is going to get a little bit longer. So I think with this sort of examples, I think it's, it's easier to understand, but I do there are other two, three, actually that I want to talk about effective communication. Okay. Uh, this is just a random example from a random person, but during a conversation about household responsibilities, and in this case, we can talk about classroom responsibilities as well. Uh, Alex notices that Jamie's tone becomes tense and defensive. And this has happened to us, you know, with our family, with our partner and all. So thanks to their emotional awareness, you know, Alex realizes that Jamie might be feeling a little bit overwhelmed by work. So Alex approaches the conversation with empathy, asking open-ended questions and offering support, right? The same thing, it, the, the thing here is, here that one of them was able to understand what was needed right but if both of them were not self-aware then this what happens is is you know it's going to explode and this has happened to a lot of us right both of us are uh, are getting emotional we lack self-awareness we lack self-control and what happens boom explodes and you know something worse happens uh anyway the thing about this that I feel is uh, beautiful is that we can work towards being this kind of partner. We can work towards being this kind of person, the calm one, the, the one ready to work for the relationship and, and all, right? So the thing is being able to understand our own way 
and the way that we behave in front of another person. This is like one of the most important things that we need to work on. Okay, let's go to segment four before because I have other ones that I want to talk about. But the thing is, like this episode would go forever. So please let me know. Please let me know if you want to listen to the other uh, examples that I have for uh, self-awareness. So uh, segment four is basically like how can we cultivate, you know, self-awareness in our everyday life? So now like how can we make it? How can we build this skill? So I have like a couple of examples that I want to share with you. And we have heard this uh, before from other people uh, in other episodes that we have done together. But one is mindfulness and reflection. For example, as a teacher, it's easy for us to reflect on a given classroom, uh, given class. You know, like, okay, today's math lesson was horrible. So how can I change that? Right? So, for example, imagine that you are sipping your morning coffee. And something that you could do is take a few moments to simply focus on the aroma, the warmth, and the taste. This simple act of mindfulness tunes you into the present moment and helps you understand your feelings and reactions. So like something that easy, a lot of people think that when you are, uh, they tell you mindfulness and reflection, they, you imagine this um, Buddha pose, you know, and, and then you have to go um, um, <laughs> in order to practice uh, mindfulness. And the thing is like, no, that's not, like not even close to the truth is for example one more time i'm going to talk about my my friend who whom i consider my my brother he said to me once why don't you come over here to the rooftop and try and just focus on the sound of the streets just that practice mindfulness that way and you'll see that your uh heart rate will decrease you'll know that your breathing as well will decrease because you are focusing on simply something something that i do for example this this is for me when i'm going to bed and i can't sleep because i have intrusive thoughts what i do is i focus on the sound of either the aircon or the fan or something that is going to take me away from those negative thoughts right so that's something that you can do what is something that you can focus on solely purely you know uh instead of you know going crazy another one very important and something that we don't do that often because we are sensitive right we are sensitive towards this and is seeking feedback and it's having a heart-to-heart conversation with a friend, with your partner, with someone, and asking them to be to give you honest feedback. You know, have you ever done that? Because when people are honest, you know, it hurts. It hurts. And our friends, they don't really want to do that. But sometimes it is very important to get away from our head and just be honest. It's like, hey, what do you think about me? And if you're getting defensive, 
hey, this is how they are looking at you. You asked for feedback, so it is important that you take it in and you take it with a with an open heart because these people are, are you asked them something difficult to do and they're doing it for you. So it is very, very important that you, um, one more time, practice active listening. Number three, we have this one and, and one more. Stepping out of your comfort zone. So picture this. You're invited to a social event where you don't know many people. And instead of retreating, challenge yourself to strike up conversations. Pay attention to your comfort level and reactions. So this helps you understand more about your social preferences and how you handle unfamiliar situations. So I have done this before. Uh, as, as, as a single over here in, in Osaka, you know, uh, sometimes you get lonely and you know what I mean? You need to talk with people, right? So I've always considered myself liking small groups rather than big groups. I'm not a clubbing person or a party person either. I enjoy mo the most like being small groups, like two people, three people, and maybe four is enough. You know, but bigger than that, you know, it's not that I get anxious, but it's just I don't like it. So what I did once is I went to a meetup and it was like bar hopping meetup. And the people that I talked to, they really liked me. And even the uh, the host as well, he's like, hey, you look like a lot of fun and all of that. He gave me the mic and I did like uh, funny stuff with with everyone and everyone really enjoyed uh, their time. But I was exhausted after that. Like I remember the, the Sunday uh, after that and it was just I couldn't move. It, it, it drained me emotionally. But the thing is, like, I was able to do it. I had fun, but it drained me 100%. So this, I am now aware that I don't enjoy those kind of things. But yes, I can definitely do them. And the last one, <laughs> maybe you're going to laugh about this, but practice active listening. So imagine that you're catching up with uh, someone, you know, who is discussing their day. So instead of just nodding along actively engage with that person um, actively ask open-ended questions and empathize with their situation you know uh, a special someone has been doing that with me and i truly truly uh, appreciate it because this is helping this person understand more about my social preferences and how i handle you know, different things. And at the same time, this person is learning more about me. And this is the same thing about us. You know, when, when we are in the classroom or if you're a caregiver, you know, how many times do you ask open-ended questions to your kids? You know, okay, I mean, of course now you're not going to ask an open-ended question to a three, four-year-old because they're going to be like, yes, no. Um, they cannot even, they cannot answer open-ended. But if you have a, you know, junior high school, high school, when was the last time you did that? Or even if they give you attitude, because I know that they're going to give you attitude. But if you do something like, hey, how was your day? They'll be like, fine. Try and ask questions, like more specific questions. And they will open up. And then people like to talk about themselves. People like to talk about their lives. And a lot of people also enjoy listening about their lives. 
Okay, so let's finish over here about self-awareness. There's just so much to cover. I don't know if I should do a part three because I feel like I should. There's a lot of stuff to talk about here, but maybe this could be something that we do in the future, you know, but let me know uh, if you can on your on the comments. Uh, because I don't really have a comment section. I just have a question like, what do you think about the episode, right? But anyway, if you can, you can even send me an email if you go to uh, com, You're able to see my email over there and you can just, hey, send your post. So thank you so much one more time. Thank you so much for those 600 listeners. I don't know what number we are now because I haven't checked. Uh, for this whole week but again thank you thank you thank you so much and see you next time hello and again thank you so much for listening to this episode so on the next episode we're going to talk about the power of caregivers in cultivating a positive learning environment i wanted to talk about self-awareness a little bit more but three parts i think is a little bit too much but thank you so much and see you next week goodbye